It's Monday night. Do you know where your psychic is? Hello, everybody. It's 4 o'clock in Los Angeles, 6 o'clock in Chicago, and it's 7 p.m. here in New York City. I'm the Mad Dog, joined by the Pitbull, and this is America's Best Popcast. What's the buzz? How you doing, Amelia? Doing good. How are you? I'm fantastic. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm, I'm really good today. I had a very long day. <laughs> I can imagine. It started early this morning, and... Uh, and it ain't over yet. No. It'll be over when I kick Valentina's ass. No. Oh, wow. Just like that. Let me introduce everybody to oh. Amelia the Pitbull Chapman. She is my producer at large. Hey, you know, kids. Everything's good? You didn't oh, hurt yeah. nobody today? Not today. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. We have an interesting show tonight for everybody. Tonight, we're going to take a look at the world of spirit, the world of... Uh, the paranormal beyond this realm as seen through the eyes of a working, practicing psychic. Her name is Valentina Marie Lomborg. She is, um, I call she's my little Danish over here. She's a, <laughs> born in, in Copenhagen, Denmark. And um, she's just a little pixie, you know, with pink hair. Like they all have pink hair, you know, in Denmark. Pointy ears. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> but tonight we're going to take a look at the world of the psychic yes. as seen through their own eyes. So uh, we are going to get right into that. We're going to forego the normal stuff we usually do today. And we're going to get right into it. Let me bring your name up. This is psychic and medium Valentina Lomborg. And let's address that right now. Valentina, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Welcome Katie? to the show. <laughs> Thank you for having Wait a minute. me. Let, let's do this right. Yes, let's, let's do, do this right. Okay, Amelia? Yes. I'm going to bring out the crowd for this one, okay? Absolutely, yes. Watch this. <laughs> okay, you ready? Let them yes. in. Let them in. All right, let's go. <laughs> yes. That's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> so Valentina, us uh first of all, how you doing, kid? Very well, thanks. Thanks for having Wonderful. me. How are you guys? Good. Thank you. I'm fantastic. Amelia's good. doing good. She stayed out of trouble today, which is hard for her, really, I'll be honest. <laughs> it is very difficult. <laughs> very, very difficult for Amelia to stay out of trouble because she's just like she's <laughs> walking trouble. Yeah. She's starting and stuff with the hospital. She's throwing people out and she's breaking windows and <laughs> trying to get her husband to escape and all this crazy stuff. Anyway, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Um, you are a, a practicing psychic. I introduced you as a psychic and medium. Do you do both? Yes. Okay. Explain to everybody in your terms what you believe the differences between a psychic and a medium. Okay, well, it's quite easy. Um, a psychic reads the living energy and a medium reads those that have crossed over. Now, all mediums are psychics. However, not all psychics are mediums. Okay, <laughs> you impressed me with point number one. I already know that because I want to tell you who wrote that. I did. Ah! I did. <laughs> in my first book. Oh. In my first book. 
Okay. I brought you on the show tonight, and I didn't tell you something about me. No. I know nothing okay. about you. I'm going to tell you now all about me, everything you Ooh. need to know. <laughs> I've been a psychic for 55 years. Okay. And that's all I'm telling you. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. All I'm telling you. And I wrote two books. Um, here's the thing. And I have said that years and years and years ago. And nobody understood because you can only hear if your ears are open. Right. Okay. And it's it's simple as Valentina just said. It And it just understand the simplicity of what she said. All psychics are mediums. I'm sorry. All mediums are psychic, but not all psychics are mediums. The difference is in the energy you're able to read. And that's what it all comes down to. Some people are not capable of reading um, crossed over or deceased energy. Okay. Or what I like to call ethereal energy. That's That's the name I, that's the name I gave it. Ethereal energy. Which means it's the energy that that lives far beyond us. Right. Okay. So tell me uh, when the interest uh, in being a psychic hit you or did you choose it or did it choose you? No, that's the thing. People come to me and they're like, so when did you decide to be a a psychic? I did not decide anything. The universe decided for me. I was very busy having a very successful modeling career in Los Angeles. So the last thing on my mind is talking to dead people. Um, you know, it, it was not something that really uh, I was even. And and back then there was barely anything on television about it. So it's, yeah. some, you know, something I said, oh, I want to do that. Um yeah. You know, now I've accepted it. I mean, I've had the gifts for 30 years, but I chose not. I wasn't ready. And as the saying goes, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Absolutely. You know, so I think if I if it had been in my hands back then, I probably would not have known what to do with it. And since then, I worked so hard at mastering what I'm the best at and you know, just, just being the best version of me that I could be. I can tell you now in all full disclosure. I can tell you now in all full disclosure. I had my doubts about you. That's fine. A lot Sometimes I, people do. <laughs> I had my doubts about you. No, I never doubted that you were a psychic. <laughs> I never doubted that because I know. I know the energy. Yeah. I've been, look, honey, I've been doing this a long time long time and i know when i'm being conned and i know when the real deal okay um it's interesting to hear you say that because i too was the same way it chose me from birth i've never known anything else i can't turn it on and off it's just always on (laughs) i'll teach you how to turn it on when, when you tried when you when you discovered this energy that lived with inside you and you felt like, okay, I have to do something about it now. You know, uh, the student is certainly willing. The student is ready. And now the teacher appears and says, okay, let's roll. When, uh, when did you in full 
in full disclosure and in, in fullness of spirit, embrace this world, this lifestyle? How long ago? Uh, probably t about 2010 when I first started. Uh, I was on the Queen Mary and just, just going to a paranormal convention. And mm -hmm. um, I guess the ghost could sense my gifts because... That evening, 15 ghosts came through, and it was almost like they were pushing each other in front of the microphone to get over, like, I want to talk to her. Yeah. So they were, they, they do were, that. yeah, it's, I, I, and that was the first time I felt that. I go, God, everyone's fighting to talk to me, you know, it's weird, but yeah. it's, it's, it's weird because there's only one microphone. It's not like everyone is chatting at once. They're very respectful. It's like whoever's got the mic, it's their turn to talk. And then they might push each other out of the way. But I don't get, you know, a lot of chit-chatting all at once. Yeah. So, um, and then from there, I saw my first full-bodied apparition in like 1940s garb. And after yeah. that, I thought, okay, something's going on here. I'm I'm hooked to talking to anything dead <laughs> and, um, and I use dead very lightly yeah and, and it was just like after that it, it progressed from paranormal investigating and talking to ghosts I realized you know what this, this is a very selfish thing because it's all about oh let me prove this let me you know it, it felt very like ghost hunting you know yeah. what am I it's all for me so when oh uh, boy, I, do I oh do I got a story for you? Go ahead. <laughs> Amelia knows what I, Amelia yes, knows I do. She knows exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah. Go ahead, continue. Oh well, yeah. So so then it progressed to just getting really good at talking to ghosts, and then um, flash forward to 2015 when both of my parents passed within two weeks of each other. Um, I became very obsessed with trying to communicate with my mother. Yeah. And I had just, before they passed, probably two months before, started doing readings. And my mother and father at least knew what I did. And they said, we're so proud of you and what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So that when they passed, I thought, well, at least they know what I do and they believe in me. Yeah. And that was that was very useful, not only because, you know, that's like your final impression your parents have of you, mm -hmm. but also that I feel with my mother knowing what I could do, it was so easy for her to come back and communicate with me because yeah. You know, so that was all of it just played out so beautifully, you know, in a sad way. But I, I understand all of it now, you know, why it all. Sure. Well, that was your your transition. Yes, that's what it was. That was that was mm -hmm. that was your mother's way of transitioning. And see, spirit, they like attention and they are attention getters, but they also know how to get our attention. Right. Okay. And sometimes they do it very subtly and sometimes it's in your face. Right. It sounds <laughs> exactly. like it sounds like what your what your mother did to you was more subtle than in your face. Yeah. It sounded like much more loving and passive. Right. You know, but still effective, you know. Oh, the yes. spirit is very effective. Trust me. Kim. Absolutely. 
Amelia, I know that this is a, a show you wanted to do, so Absolutely. have at it, kid. Have yeah, at it. I know. I told him, I said, I've been wanting to do something like this for a long time. And Yay. I know that a lot of the time that the, it can get overwhelming for you. Uh, do you often just say, look, I need some time to meditate and just kind of get some time to myself? Is that something that you do often? Um, I call it decompression, I guess, also because I'm a scuba diver. That's like relatable. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, so uh, decompression relates to me because mm -hmm. it's kind of like that degassing. Yeah. Um, I, I really I work so hard there. There used to be like set hours and off time and everything like that. But really, I mean, I could go to bed at midnight and go, oh, thank God it's it's over for today. And I get some random text like, please, oh, my God, me, I need to see you. And I'm like, right. OK, guess it's not over right now. You know, <laughs> I, I have done readings from my hospital bed in the ER. I've done readings when I'm in bed sick. The, the You know, the nurses find out I'm a psychic. <laughs> Suddenly I'm reading every nurse on the ward. It, it, it really does not have an off time for me. But when I am off, like I am at Disneyland, I am someplace, you know, I throw myself into someplace super ha happy and um, really mindless. I probably do the most mindless um, thing I can that doesn't involve any thinking, any focus, you know. So I, I, my weakness is like a lot of reality shows, just, just stupid love shows. <laughs> we have a... Right. We have a young lady in our chat room tonight. I love this girl. This is Layla Schmidt. Hi, Layla. And, and, and she says, I love your hair, but she's got a question. Okay. Here's her question. How come, how come I cannot see the questions? Okay. Oh, Can there they are. It? Yeah. <laughs> it says, I know that voice to skull technology exists. Is there a way to tell if what is being heard is an actual disembodied spirit? versus this technology oh i love this girl mm -hmm. cerebral Woo! Yes. yeah well I, that's why i'm in love with layla she's yes. amazing okay i see that um i have not logged in so i cannot really answer so i won't be typing i will just be reading and saying things um voice to skull technology now you've got me having to google this that this is going to be exciting i have not um, for me, um, yeah, I really, this is going to be a tough one to answer because I don't know the voice to skull technology, so I cannot make a comparison yet. However, um, when I hear, let's just use when I hear an actual disembodied voice versus did I imagine that? Um, I'm, I'm really focused on my own inner voice and, and vocalization all the time. So if I'm thinking about baking a cake and suddenly somebody goes, help me, I know that that wasn't me because I'm focused <laughs> on the cake. Yeah. You know? so, so that's where if you're very in tune with what your own thoughts are at all times, then anything that comes from anywhere else, whether it's out in the open <laughs> or in your mind telepathically, is going to be that other thing. Let me tell you what she means by yeah. voice to skull mm -hmm. technology. Um, I, I know a few people that are in a couple of three-letter agencies. Mm -hmm. They use this technology to basically to listen to you from the inside out. They can. Oh. It's a technology that exists 
that resonates. It, it's almost like, think of it this way. Think of it as a uh, non-invasive MRI, okay? Oh, yeah. That it, and I want to read exactly what it means, okay? okay. It's a non, non-lethal weapon, which includes a neuroelectron a neuroelectromagnetic device which which uses microwave transmission uh, of the sound into the skull of a person or animals in other words they can get it, they can literally get into your head oh. they can put voices in your head that sounds very yeah. scary it's it is scary but here's I'll give you and it's been around a long time by the way it's not new. No, it's not new. I'm going to give you a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Do you remember a guy named Serhan Serhan? Yes. He killed Robert F. Kennedy. Okay, he's the guy who killed Senator Kennedy at the time. Serhan, the first thing he said when he was arrested was, voices in my head told me to do it. That's the technology we're talking about. I see. It's non-lethal, but it's extremely dangerous uh-huh. in the wrong hands. Right. We're talking like war and things like that, right? Yeah. We're, yeah. we're talking about the government has this technology and they utilize it to discredit people Got who it. have too much knowledge. Okay. How do you discredit somebody by calling them crazy, don't you? Right, right, of course. Oh, well, he's hearing voices in his head. Yeah. That's what she's talking about. That's exactly what she's talking about. But the bigger question is this, and she brings up a very good point. Are disembodied voices audible to you? Yes, On occasion, I mean, if they want to make it, you know. I agree with that. I I absolutely agree with that. They, and I will tell you that you and I have a lot more in common than think. Um, (laughs) I hear disembodied voices, but I also, for lack of a better word, and people understand this, I feel their voice. Yeah. I feel their questions. I feel their emotions. Yes. I can sense them internally. But every now and then, clear as day, I'll hear a voice go, Angelo, do this for me. Or Angelo, I need your help. And they they will ask for help, by the way. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, they are in a place, for lack of a better word, where... um, Help is plentiful, but they're very, it's like the, like the living world. You know, they're very uh, selective about who they talk to. <laughs> this is true, I know. <laughs> yeah, they're very selective. I mean, it's, it's, it's strange to say. Valentina, it's really strange to say that the deceased are selective, but they really are, aren't they? But, you know, I mean, it's kind of like that you can't sit with us concept at the lunch table you know exactly (laughs) you know exactly and if you're not one of the cool kids all right right. you know (laughs) but if 
if somebody is on the other side trying to get the best communicator and they're like, oh, that person's psychic, wait, no, they're not that good, you know, or this person's really good, you know, I, I could understand why they would want to pick and choose yeah. the best person to be the messenger and yeah. their friend, yeah. you know, in case they build a relationship, of course. Okay. Um, questions. Yeah, because I've I've had that happen before because we went to go visit my grandparents and my grandfather just passed away and my grandmother was there visiting because we hadn't seen her la, 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 forever. La, la. <laughs> and uh, my husband was like, I, I wish they would be quiet because we're trying to sleep. And uh, I can't believe they're talking about your grandfather. And we had a nightlight plugged into the very top and there goes the nightlight whew, falling on the thing. And I was like, uh-huh, that's my grandfather telling you to be quiet. Yeah, <laughs> we can talk about him. They you get know. sassy. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Valentina, what do you uh, sense around me? Oh, we're just getting right to it here. <laughs> I, I I'm like a, that there's I'm a, just... a person of very few words. <laughs> Shut up, Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say a word. Uh, okay, let me just give me a second here to just... Um, I, Take I, all I... the seconds you need. I'm not going anywhere. It's my show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now that you you had me open up, I'll just I'll be making notes as I'm going. But let's just keep going, and then I will will mm -hmm. I may spew out things as they come to me. Spew away, darling. Spew yeah, away. Spew away whenever you'd like. Absolutely. So uh, you found out. I get the sense that you found out at a very young age and sat on it for a while. No. Really. I was in. Um, I was. 23 when the brain injury happened to me that triggered everything and ah well, you, that, you were that like, young very young yeah i young. mean i was thinking you know six or seven years old i mean i, I was oh, not no, one of I'm those not... that had imaginary friends that i sat and talked to the air and things like that <laughs> well no i say i sensed that you were young when this happened you were 23 is young yeah yeah i guess uh, you know, that's my like, daughter's age, and she's young. <laughs> yeah, she's very okay. Yeah. That's true. Compared to now, yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. But no, oh, so, yeah. so you were, but you did sit on this for a while. You didn't, you did not immediately embrace it um, by your own admission. You didn't Im immediately embrace it. You had a brain injury, as did I, by the way. Wow. And that's ha that happened to me when I was born. I wasn't born with a soft spot on my head. I was uh, I was literally born with a hard head. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's what happened. It opened up a portal. And so tell me about your portal process. How did it uh, transcend for you? Uh... Well, gosh, it wasn't exactly. I mean, wh when I had the brain injury, obviously things started feeling different. You know, I was more sensitive to things and I just started putting everything in a book, wondering why is everything, you know, why am I picking up all these things? I can mm -hmm. hug people. I can tell when they're going to die. You know, I'm picking up things. Um so a lot of it was spent just questioning because I didn't understand what was happening to me. And right. I didn't know what to do with it because back then, you know, nobody's talking about 
these kind of gifts. Nobody's helping you. Sure. So I just put everything in a book and the, the, you know, writing little scribbles and the book just started filling up. And it was at that point I realized, okay, this is beyond coincidence. The book is full of predictions <laughs> yeah. and when they came true, what's yeah. going on with me? You know, I don't really like this. <laughs> so, yeah. it, it, you know, because you, you want, you try to be as normal as possible. But, you know, when, when stuff like that starts happening and you don't know if you should vocalize it, then you do and people look at you like you've got three ears so then you kind of keep quiet then you start thinking you're a freak um mm -hmm. you know? and and so a lot of it gets even as an adult they gets clammed up and then finally you're like screw it i can't hide it anymore this is who i am take it or leave yeah it. yeah did you did you at any time like so many of us do did you try to walk away from it or put it underneath the bed sheets and, and, and leave it, you know, for another time. Uh, yeah. I mean, I did for many years, I would say that was 1990. So, uh, almost 20 years, 21 mm -hmm. years. And, and, and I just went about my day, you know, because once you kind of close that door, it's not mm -hmm. that it, it's hard to open but it does take a little bit of work so sure. i could focus on my life and my career and everything else mm -hmm. and, and then when i finally did open it a little crack i was like okay this is this is all i can handle for now but when the door flew open later I, i'm so happy to hear you say <laughs> i i'm you don't know how happy i am that i'm I, so happy to hear you say that you only dealt with as much as you could handle at that time because so many people with far less knowledge than you have try to do far more than you did and they end up making themselves look the fool to the world right the biggest problem is there's it's very cool these days to call yourself a psychic yeah. Okay. The trend. <laughs> and everybody and their brother wants to be a psychic. Right. Exactly. And they charge money for it. I don't charge any money. I don't need to. And I'm going to tell you why. Because by asking for a donation and even just suggesting, look, if you want to make a donation, trust me when I tell you, you'll make more money with donations than you do by charging people. I assure you, I guarantee you that. So if you're charging people, do the spirit world a favor. They gave you the gift for free. Do it for free. Suggest that people donate. Now, the other question I have for you, and it's a simple question. Are there people who try to test you, and what do you do in that case? Because I get people try to test me all the time. I think it's honestly... It's very insulting. Um, I can see where they're coming from because I always try to understand both sides. I can see where they're coming from, you know, because of all the scammers out there. They need to test you. But at the same time, I feel if you've been doing it this long, your credibility, your reviews speak for you. 
Yeah. I'm sorry. There, there is no testing me. I mean, you don't go to a doctor and say, hey, could you do surgery on me and I'll see if I want to hire you, you know, or have you do exactly. the rest of the surgery. Well, that's exactly. kind of extreme. But on, on the <laughs> other hand, mm-hmm. but on the other hand, people do go to doctors for second opinions. Right. OK. okay. Maybe that was not the best example, but yeah, I mean- no, it wasn't. <laughs> Maybe an attorney, an attorney, or I don't know. But no, I, I get mean, what you mean, though, and and yeah. and you have a legitimate point. Right. But you know this, you know this, because I believe you to be the real deal. You know this that people are going to try to push you. Mm-hmm. Right. They're, they're going to try to get you to do something that you would not ordinarily do. Right. In that circumstance, do you simply get up and walk away or do you engage with them? How do you handle that? Um, Okay, so if it's in person, um, I will just say, you know, because it happens when I'm in the store or in a restaurant, I I will just say, I'm sorry, you can book an appointment. Uh, I'm I'm not here. I'm not on today. I'm trying to buy cucumbers at the store. You know, yeah. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If people text me and say, hey, can I get a free question? You know, which is another way of asking, can I test you? I, I'm just like, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh. You have to go through the measures of the, the website. You know? yeah. just, I mean, well, I think you have to set boundaries. To and do that. Yeah, I got to I have a, and the world knows that I have a problem with that. I've written about that. Mm. If you have to use the word I shake my head, I shudder. When if you have to use the word free when right. talking about a psychic, if you have to use the word appointment when talking about a psychic, walk away. Just yeah. walk away. Don't go to a psychic who says, make an appointment. If they're any good, they'll tell you what you need to know then. That's that. And that's not for the psychic. That's for the people watching. Um, I mean, but I tell people they have to make an appointment. So you're. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't. Well, I I mean, not at all. Here's the thing. I, I think people don't realize. Who, who that- are you hurting? Who are you hurting by telling somebody something they need to know? Sometimes Valentina, it can't wait. Well, sometimes no, they I, need to know then. Yeah, but I, I think what people don't understand is people think that psychics are available 24 hours a day, and they forget that they have a regular life. And in all fairness. In all fairness to my clients, due to the fact that I do have a lot of things on my plate constantly, that if they just come up to me and want a reading, they can wait and make an appointment or they can catch me at a different time because I'm focused on my own things. And for the sake of the reading being as clear and good and focused as possible, I owe it to my clients to be 100%. When they're running up to me in the grocery store, I'm not 100%. You know, I honestly, I mean, that's just how I operate. And that's yeah. why they caught you off guard. In other words, they catch me. Yeah, because my mind, <laughs> I'm such a super focused person when I'm in readings. That's your time for only you. When I'm at the store, when I'm at a hotel, wherever I am, that isn't at my table. I'm sorry, but it will have to wait. 
I'm never going to walk up to somebody like the Long Island medium and say, oh, your uncle, da, da, da. I just don't invade people's space with, with unsolicited yeah. information that they didn't want. I have to tell you something that you brought that up. By the way, I challenged her. She never responded. But it, it's interesting, though, what? because no, my no. wife and I, my wife and I used to go out, which we still go out. We go out for dinner and places like that. She will not let me, and Anita will not let me <laughs> go, go up to someone's table and say, you know, Uncle Harry passed away and he wants to tell you something. <laughs> you know? Right. So, but here's the thing, though. Um, and I, I respect your privacy in that regard, and I respect your answer. I don't have that luxury because I can't turn mine off. It's there. Right. It's just there. It's a part of my DNA. So, and I came at that probably from a different angle, but I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, Amelia, questions <laughs> for Valentina Marie Lomborg? Yeah. I, I also noticed that you do um, seminars. Um, do you do quite a bit a month or do you try to avoid seminars as well? Um, you mean I do my own seminars? or I No, I, you can get invited to seminars, to do seminars as well. Oh, no, I haven't been yet. I mean, I go to conventions sometimes just to, to, to see friends and visit and do something different, get out of the house, because I really don't get out of the house much. Um, well, then get I, out of the house. <laughs> I work so much, I never get out of the house. And then some days I realize I haven't even had some fresh air because I've been inside all day working. And so then get the I, hell I, out and get right? some fresh I'm trying. air. I'm trying. It's getting too hot right now. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. really cannot. Not in this weather. It's deadly uh, for sure. But I, I know people that uh, psychic Valentina Marie Lomborg. Is a uh, a Los Angeles, I'm sorry, Pasadena, California-based yeah. psychic medium, and uh, you are from Copenhagen, Denmark, with yeah. a very cute little British accent. Was that British? You want to call that, or what is that? Um, I guess. I mean, we don't learn English in school, so yeah, it's probably British English we learned. So okay. So uh, Leah, I don't. I, don't I'm, I live now in Florida. Remember? <laughs> oh, you're in Florida. Yes. Oh, okay. We're in Florida. Yes. <laughs> oh well, the last information I had is that you were in Pasadena. Okay. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, we're up for a break as well, too. Got a um. Uh, uh, oh, Moonchild is here. She says I, I wear an amethyst at times to try and boost my intuition. Yes. Psychics fascinate me. Moonchild, Valentina Lomborg is my guest. She is a psychic and medium. Please ask her a bunch of questions. <laughs> this is one of our, our favorite people. Her yeah. name is Moonchild. Oh, yeah. Our yeah. other favorite person is in the chat. That's Layla. They're yes, great I was, people. That was my other questions as well. What uh, What is your, uh, as far as stones and everything like that, I do have amethyst for my children. Is that a good, powerful stone for children to have around? Yes, and it's, it's also wonderful because it's very grounding and very calming. So I definitely would recommend that. If you have hyperactivity or anxiety, then Lapidolite is really wonderful because it actually has natural lithium in there. And <laughs> lithium, yes, <laughs> uh, will definitely calm your butt down. Mm -hmm. 
Um, for me, I, I have put you to fuck asleep. <laughs> I didn't know we could say those things. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll knock you out probably. I mean, I sell crystals as well, and I know that's a very popular one that a lot of people buy. Oh, everybody loves the crystals. Here we go. Oh, I love I mean, jewelry and stuff. I have to tell you something. <laughs> Valentina, I have a friend of mine. And he's been on the show like five times already. Yeah. He's a television producer. He produced and directed The Golden Girls. Yes. Yes. He's my friend Mark Stotkin, okay? Okay. Mark has a room, a room full of crystals. He loves his crystals. <laughs> oh, yes. I, on the other hand, <laughs> I, on the other hand, think crystals are a bunch of horse shit. And they're pretty to look at, and that's all they do. No, they're very powerful. Well, with that attitude, you're right. That's all they are. <laughs> Absolutely. They are. They're, they're, she says, hi, Valentina. Does my favorite late actor know I exist and have a crush on him? Oh, this is going to be a tough one. Don't be doing well, While she thinks about that, let's take a break. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what. We, you, you, uh, you got a little reprieve over here because... We are up against a commercial. So, Moonchild, stay with us. We'll be right back after this word from Shopify. Just wanted to start a business when something surprising happens. Today, I'm going to teach you how to crochet. She started crocheting, like a lot. And her friends noticed. Jess, you need to sell those. So, she signed up for Shopify and started building her business. Yes, I love that. And after a lot of hard work, this happened. Oh my gosh, I just made my first sale! You see, every day, hundreds of businesses get their first sale on Shopify. We got dang! And the next could be you. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life and become your own boss, build it on Shopify. Do you have sweaty balls or volleyball netty balls? It's time to make them ready balls. The Manscaped.com Lawnmower 3.0 will do the job and clean your knob with its patented no-nick head so your head will function as desired. Enter promo code WRESTLINGFUTURE for a generous 20% discount. That's enter WRESTLINGFUTURE for a 20% discount. Manscaped.com and wrestling with the future, going balls to the walls with manscaped.com and the lawnmower 3.0. Your balls will thank you, and so will we. We're back with What's the Buzz America's Best Podcast. I'm Angelo Mad Dog Scipio, joined as I am each and every week by Amelia the Pitbull <laughs> Chapman tonight. Speaking to the spirits and our special guest, psychic comedian Valentina Lomborg. Valentina, when last we left off, uh -huh. our friend Moonchild said, does my favorite actor know that I exist and I have a crush on him? <laughs> All right. So I wrote down during the break the answers here. Um, okay. It, it's kind of a two-part thing. Uh, the first answer is, no, not when he was alive, 
but I feel now he does. Um, all I got was you will see his initials at some point. Um, that's him giving a little wink and just saying hi. That's and a load of shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a load of crap. Well, here's why. She asked a very specific question, which I think is a fair question. Does does my uh, let's see here. How does she ask it? Here, I'll, I'll read it to you. She says, uh, does my favorite late actor that indicates he's already dead. Right. No, I exist and I have a crush on him. Here is my question, Valentina. Who is her favorite late actor? I am not picking that up. Uh, all I know was that um, I just wrote handsome. That's the only notes. Very um, chiseled, handsome kind of guy. Very boyish looking. Well, that describes half of Hollywood. <laughs> well, Moffat's dead. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I'm just going off of, of what I got. And that was, an, and then something with his initials that he's going to. Okay. Serve. Okay. So, uh, so before, just look for those. Before we get too, before we get too off on that little tangent. That's, I'm, that's, look, fair enough. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Um. We, uh, we are joined by psychic medium Valentina Marie Lomborg. She is a psychic and a medium, which means she reads living and the deceased. Um, can dead people really communicate with us? That's the question. We know that we can communicate with them, but can they communicate with us? Tell me um, your thoughts on two-way communication between the living and spirit. Um. Yeah, so the answer is yes, they can. Um, there's various ways, depending on, you know, the five clairs that um, exist. And they can also affect electronics and things like that. So they may do visual cues. They may do, um, sometimes you can hear them audibly. Sometimes it is just little signs that come it really varies because communication is vast and they can use many types of communication depending on mm -hmm. what you're open to receiving. Oh, absolutely. I agree with that. Absolutely. Um, define for someone who is a skeptic, for somebody who doesn't believe in what you and I do, uh, what is the best way you've found personally to deal with somebody who is of an inquisitive mind or what I call a healthy skeptic, somebody who doesn't believe that wants to, what's the best way to convince them? Uh, well, the best way for anything is kind of like UFOs. Most people don't believe until they see one themselves. So right. sometimes um, whether it's by example, I mean, I've had skeptics come before and leave believers. So, um, it varies. I mean, you know, obviously they want proof and sometimes that proof comes, but sometimes the proof cannot be forced. And, you know, I'm, I'm not really here to try to de um, you know, deprove or whatever you want to use. Um, I'm not here to try to make believers out of skeptics. People are either going to believe or they're not. My life continues, you know, it doesn't affect me regardless. So, 
it's one of those things, you know, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. like to, you know, when people come up and they're like, prove it uh, again, if I'm not in the mood, I just, because I can turn it off so I can just easily turn it off and on, you know, you have no idea what kind of luxury that is. Oh, it's wonderful. It, it took yeah. me a while to learn, but I don't have that luxury. Once I did, I'm flicking that switch <laughs> all the time. Oh! Moon, Moonchild has a question. She says, yes. Do you use a spirit box or automatic writing? Um, the spirit box I have, if I do use it, it actually broke because um, I didn't change the batteries. I haven't used it for so long because I use myself in investigations sure. that it had battery acid all over it and it's broken. But the SB7, yeah. um, I do also automatic writing. That that really depends on if the deceased want to do that. They'll take up my pen and I'll just start writing. And it's a lot mm-hmm. of scribbles because I'm just writing whatever they, they told me to. Yeah. I always say, take my hand, take my hand. So, uh, Amelia, questions for uh, Valentina? Sure. Uh, I know that you uh, had mentioned earlier about going to paranormal investigations. What is the uh, your most favorite paranormal investigation that you've gone on to? Well, the best one I went to, I rented out uh, for 11 hours at the Preston Castle up in Sacramento. It's kind Mm -hmm. of off in in the... Oh yeah, um, and that was probably the most exciting because from the minute I got there, I was being poked by a little boy. Um, I had water out of nowhere drip on me, and there's no water anywhere. You know, the water's not turned on, and there was a water drop on my shoulder, so that was like um, phantom water. Um, as soon as we set up in one room, I heard three, four tones of a whistle, but I was just getting out my recorder when it whistled clear. Everybody heard it. It was actually a clear, you know, disembodied voice. And um, I mean, obviously, the Queen Mary is the most active and my favorite, but my second favorite, I would have to say, would be Preston Castle just because of how lively it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Interesting stuff. We've had... <laughs> We had a paranormal group here last week. All right. Oh, oh no. my God. It was laughable. It was absolutely that Monday night show. Kudos to them. I will I will absolutely compliment them for Monday night show. But Tuesday, they came here with an attitude Tuesday night. They right. end I destroyed them. They ended up walking off the show. Yes. Yeah. I like yes. when I have that effect on people. But. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was very so before we began the show, Valentina agreed yes. <laughs> that she would do a reading for Amelia. By the way, I purposely saved it for this part of the show as we are approaching the end of the show. So you've got uh, up to 10 minutes. Okay. All right. So um, the way I work is I'm going to give you things and then you can say yes or I don't know. Um, So I kept connecting to black um, and this was in terms of a pet. So I, um, when I get pets or or black, black pet, it may have been one that was living or one that is deceased or may have been from your childhood. Um, Are are you going to say yes or no to anything yet? No, she will not. 
Oh, not, wow. Not, okay. Not, I'm just going to rattle it off. Not until after you're done. Just just, oh, keep, okay, just cool. rattle. Just rattle. Great. Yep. All right. I'm rattling. All right. And then I kept getting sadness tied to an older female. Um, fairly heavy set. Seems to be sedimentary, sitting a lot, uh, maybe wheelchair, but not very mobile. Um, the, the sadness also tied to this person because they... Um, I, I feel like life just caught up with them. They're very unhappy about the situation, unhappy about their health. But again, the, the main thing is just like very tied, either to sitting or wheelchair. Then there was uh, a connection to April. When I get months, it could be birth, death month or anniversary month. And then they kept saying 26 and I actually had to look at my laptop. It is the 26th today, but it's not this 26th. So it would be another date of the 26th or again when i get numbers it could be age a significant age um that's all i wrote down for now <laughs> okay amelia you may now respond to what valentina brought forth so. okay as far as black uh i had a, a dog gino pass away he was all black okay um and he passed away. It's been three years, four years now. He was oh. a Yorkie. It was a Yorkie? Mm -hmm. Oh, I have a Yorkie. And uh, the female, she wasn't heavy set, but was my grandmother. Okay. And what, was she was like tied to, was she sitting a lot? And Not really necessarily, but uh, it was my grandmother. Okay. And then any, um, all right. And then there was April and then there was the 26th. Those might go together april, i had a cousin that was born in april but he was murdered but it wasn't uh that year but the 26th my grandmother was born on the 25th of august okay so that's there's no connection there now um the the person that tied to april are they still alive are they no he he was murdered uh in the, his birthday was in april oh okay all right so that's okay so that's the cousin okay okay valentina i have a gentleman in my chat room he's a very dear friend of the show he's a friend of mine his name is leon barfield he said i've been oh. told i was crazy because i talked to spirits give leon some comforting words by the way leon i owe you a phone call brother mm -hmm. <laughs> hi Hello, leon. leon first of all that's awesome that you can talk to spirits. Um, you know, hopefully you can be like me. You can get a little switch and turn it <laughs> off and on. But you know what? I could also say, hey, you're crazy because you surf a 100-foot wave, all right? Everyone is crazy in their own way, and it's okay. Let's replace the word crazy with special. Yeah. And you are special because you talk to spirits, and it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of responsibility. But keep honing in on your skills, and don't ever care what anybody says. No. Moonchild says, have any spirits ever followed you home? Oh, God. <laughs> My whole body just went. <laughs> it was not. Um, unfortunately, if it had been a spirit, I would have been happy. We could sit down and have coffee and chat. This was a demon. And I was waking Ooh. up every few days with scratches all over my neck, my arm. Uh, it was really, really bad. And yeah. it turned out I ended up having to have the entire house exercised. Um, 
it hadn't gotten to me yet, but the house was, I mean, paintings were flying off the wall. Yeah. It was slamming into my bed, you know, marks all the time on my body, scratches. I have one that's a permanent scar on the inside of my leg that it actually yeah. scratched bloody. So, mm. but that was also when I was super, super open and didn't know how to protect myself. And yeah. now I can go to any demon infested place and walk out of there unscathed, unbothered because they want nothing to do with me. So it's a wonderful feeling. But at the beginning, I was like, oh, you know, the more and the more fearful I became, the more I was giving them juice yeah. to, to mess with me. So but now says, what is your opinion about those who channel spirit? Those allowing spirit to enter their bodies. Uh, I have very strong opinions on that. Uh, so what is your thought on that, Valentina? I did it once just to test it out. And um, it was unfortunately a suicide. And I just yeah. started crying and crying. And I'm like, oh okay. I mean, yeah. because there was so much guilt from it, you know. And, and I'm sitting there with the sitter and... I just had this episode and right away I realized this is getting really intense. So I said, get out of my yeah. body. You're not allowed. And then I let it, it out. It gets really real very quick. Right. Because yeah. it's like, no, I've got a body to play with. And I was like, okay, yeah, exactly. We're did done. Did it try to overpower you at one time to try to take over? Oh, they no. will. I mean, yeah, they could. They well, I mean, I never let it get to that point, you know, because yeah. this was just a living person. It wasn't like a, an entity or something. I don't think I would ever do that in a, a haunted location. I was just trying to connect deeper with the deceased. But Well, was, in, in uh, fairness, though, in fairness, though, Valentina, sometimes you don't have a choice. Right. Sometimes you have to assume that energy in order for yourself to get closure from it. As well right. as the spirit. Right. You know, a lot of times they, they jump into us. They're called jumpers, by the way, is the term we use. Right. Yes. Yes. Jumpers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they jump because they're looking for someone to, for lack of a better word, Amelia, they're looking for someone to sympathize or identify with them. Yeah. You know, to feel what they feel so that they know that what they did Either you will confirm it was not their fault or it was their fault and you're going to help them to deal with it. And to cross over if they need to cross yeah, over. Exactly. And I think that's, Valentina, you'll agree with that, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, uh, luckily yeah. I've never we had anybody bring, before. So. We, we really have to bring Valentina. Oh, back. absolutely. Because there's lots of questions that I want to ask her about. The paranormal, you know, investigations and well, and next time I'm going to learn how to log in. So I yeah. think Layla has a great question. We're going to I let this be the last question of the night. Aww. Can you tell the listeners how they can protect themselves from unwanted spirit? Now, is that for me, Layla, or is that for Valentina? Um, well, you know what, Valentina, you're the guest. I'll let yeah. you answer that. Oh, well, thank you. And the, um, the question is, uh, is right. so everybody knows, can you tell the listeners how they can protect themselves from unwanted spirit? There you go. Yes. Um, okay, so the quickest and probably cheapest way is to get some, and here we go, don't listen to Moondog, no. um, Mad Dog, <laughs> Moondog, um, black crystals, like um, 
uh, obsidian, snowflake obsidian, black tourmaline is great, onyx. You want to get any of those black crystals that will absorb that negative energy. If you're going to sage, now sage is a very iffy thing because if I go in and sage a haunted house, it's going to ramp up the energy. Oh. I only use sage in my house with good energy. So you want to cleanse sage with good energy. You do not ever want to use it in a, a bad location. You can also, like, in the front of my door, I have a little bowl of salt. Himalayan salt is really good to prevent anything from coming through Why there. are you wasting all this food? Salt. Save. Salt is good to prevent negative energy coming sp- into your home. That's your my whole spice, spice cabinet. cabinet. Are you kidding me? Is sage is good to leave uh, good I'm energy you know, into I, your home. And I, salt I, it prevents bad energy coming into your home. Amelia. Exactly. Frankincense is wonderful. I have frankincense. I do. I wear frankincense. Yes. Very well, good. Listen, let me tell you something, Valentina. <laughs> Amelia, is if, if if she thinks it's going to help her, yeah, she's going to go out and buy it, okay? Yeah, Because she's a sucker like that. Hey, I'll tell you what. No, I'll tell you what. Um, Valentina, I like you. I'm going to oh, bring I love her. Way, let me show you what Valentina used to do for a living, okay? Yeah. Talk about crazy. Yes, yeah, she's a crazy psychic. Watch this. <laughs> All right, there you go. I told you she was beautiful. Uh, she's still beautiful. I had to give her modeling pictures a little plug. All right, Amelia, what do we got coming up tomorrow night on our Psychic Week? We have a Psychic Life Coach Tara Karen on tomorrow. Psychic Life Coach Tara uh, uh, Tara Karen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kept wanting to call her Karen for I don't know why. <laughs> um, yes, uh, we listened to this one. Here we go. Layla already said it. I love her personality. Aww. Bring her back. Layla, I, that's I'm what I'm going to do. Amelia is going to. Yes. I got to have you back for part I two. I do because we have a lot. We didn't. This we barely scratched the surface here. Oh no! I loved. I enjoyed the questions. This but, was super active. Thank you for the, the reading. Yes, thank for, you. for Amelia. Uh, I think I'm going to give you. I'm going to score you a seventy-five out of a hundred on that. <laughs> That, okay, that's, and that's generous for me. Try, and Amelia will tell you, that's really? generous for me. Yeah, Thank you. somebody else did a reading for me a long, long time ago, and I tell you what, she got a zero out of a hundred. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I'm she told sure. me my daughter would have a baby in April, and that was like two years ago, three years ago. Oh. My daughter's still not pregnant. <laughs> yeah, well, we're getting froze up over here. I'll tell you what, Valentina, mm-hmm. I am going to let you go. We're definitely going to bring you back. Yes. Hi, everybody. Until we do for Amelia the Pitbull Chapman, for Psychic Medium Valentino Rilomborg, I am Angelo the Mad Dog the Scipio. Join us tomorrow night for What's the Buzz, America's Best Podcast. Take care, folks. We'll see you tomorrow night. Bye, everybody.